right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline is only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Adjust the gain on this headset. Whereas oh, before, wow. Yeah, like there's We're finally no moving into the future. You, you make a six-figure <laughs> salary, and not, not a low six figures. You make a six-figure salary, and uh, you still don't have a studio. It's a, it's a low six figures. A studio. What is all that noise outside? Go look out there. Are they still all out there? I went yeah. through the Yeah, just, uh, I, you know, normally I, I smell churros? Them. Yeah, I'm all done with churros. I'm going to be like type 2 diabetic if I'm not already. I want to go get me one of those things. Are they friendly? You know, uh, Trump said that they were bringing, not bringing their best. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what you mean by that. They will sell you a churro. Okay. But I'm they're gonna go also, get one after the they'll also find out that you have money, and that might not be. Well, that's not a problem for me, as I do not have money, unlike you. And I'm not going to take the, the torch away from your ass. You don't... You're, what, are you, what are you recording into? A, l- a little handy mic? No, this is a uh, Steel Series uh, wired headset. It's definitely... I notice you buy a lot of these dad headsets, like the Sennheisers, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I really have. You buy a lot of dad equipment. No, I mean, no offense to the dad. For, for years, I was on those Beats on my Chromebook. Uh-huh. Beats on a Chromebook and that was like the ideal setup. I like For I who? had like a I had like a signature shitty sound. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. On the rare occasion that I will listen back on an episode, I'll be like, "Yep, I definitely have the worst audio quality out of Oh my like, god, out of out of by far. I mean yeah. even right even right now it's You could take our poorest guest and uh, uh-huh. and he would still beat me in audio quality and production. Yeah. You could take the 25 minutes of an episode where Jay was silent. <laughs> and it was I mean, that's, audio. that's Jay at his best audio when he's silent. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, there's uh, 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 not too much to talk about, but I'm glad that you're here. Car- everybody, Car Camp, it is back in Mexico. He's trying to smooth things over with the embassy. I, he hasn't told us what happened. Yeah, some um, type of diplomatic incident. Yeah, something odd happened, and we'll have to squeeze it out of him. But I'm, this is a, not a bit. He's in Mexico right now smoothing something over with the embassy. Mm-hmm. Not, this is not a joke. No, um, we're as you know, uh, the United States has an extradition policy uh, with Mexico. And mm-hmm. uh, Carr, this is not a joke. Carr is a wanted man in the state, I believe, of Chihuahua, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, this is not a joke. Again, this is not a bit. Um, he is, he's really trying to smooth things over with a government entity. Um, oh, it's very serious. I'm not, I don't, I I don't mean to start the show this way, but our, our friend could be looking at 30 years, Aaron. What do you think? You saw the, Oh yeah. you saw the estimates. 
what, what is it? Treinta años. Treinta años. Yeah. He could be going to jail for treinta años. Yeah, the clink. Imagine, the imagine arresting a world leader. I could. And then it. it would be just us on this podcast. Yeah, but when you put it like that, I'm like, you know what? Arrest a world leader. <laughs> I've been getting a lot of weird, um, like Twitter promoted uh, ads. I've been getting a lot of like you sandal stores. You weren't before. <laughs> uh, well, different, but I knew where they were coming from. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of uh, spice selling companies. So I don't like, really know what like he did. Like spices in like uh, like the synthetic. K two. Oh, yeah. K two. Have you ever done? I that? think I'm being gang stalked. Uh, if, if we're being serious, no. But oh, really? I do know a guy who, after doing it, developed some sort of uh, schizoid personality disorder or schizophrenia. Yeah. From doing it, he developed it. It was in his family, and it provoked it, huh. um, which wow. is pretty traumatic, I imagine. He's doing great these days. I mean, with the medication they got nowadays, you know, you know it's, it's all good, from what I understand, for the most part. I hope. So <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Maybe, maybe This guy not. is the first guy who sold me uh, pills to use recreationally, what kind which of I pill? strongly regret and don't endorse. Uh, Klonopins. Oh, yeah. We were doing barbiturates back in the day. Nice. There's, yeah, I got to be that, careful what I say on here 80s. because my employer and my girlfriend's family members listen to this show. Hello, everybody. Oh, wow. Hello, everybody. Do I need to, like seriously censor myself uh they know you <laughs> okay all right i <laughs> it seems like something we should have kind of discussed off air like you know no. uh, probably as it happens <laughs> right because like i well. i am the last person that ever wants to get anybody canceled and have their livelihoods destroyed yeah it, that, deep down you're a sensitive guy i i really am like deep down really deep down <laughs> Uh -huh. Like offline, like telephone conversation. <laughs> well, I have the ability to edit whatever I want. Oh, and yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can God. say we were talking about all of the charity events that I attended as a yeah. high schooler yeah. with this guy who developed schizophrenia from And I just mispronounced K2. like kittens or cancer kids. So you edited right. it out. <laughs> I did. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Uh, We're doing great over here. How have you been? Um, Are you married was... yet? No, not yet. But uh, that's oh that's, my god, that's listeners, coming... get Look, in his DMs. Get in his DMs and get this man. You know, you, you don't need to. Like it's it's in the pipeline, and I have to like keep my voice down. We got to like, announce it on the fucking show. Should I just be recording as it happens, dude? That would be a top. <laughs> that would be a top moment in, in show history. Listeners, let him know. We want it live. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so we're having. Um, I'm actually taking a couple days off this week, like uh, taking Thursday and Friday off. Tomorrow and Friday off, I should say. Wow. Um, and uh, doing a doing a beach day on Thursday. Great. Doing a uh, what is it? It's balmy seventy four on the no, uh, Boston beaches. I I fucking wish it's going to be like in the nineties. Oh wow, that's nice. Nineties. Yeah. That's and a treat. Yeah, yeah. But uh that's uh What if it, it rains? <laughs> it, it yeah, I know. Um so we're having a beach day on Thursday. So there'll be 
I think plenty of opportunity for me to sack up and fucking do it. Okay. And then, um, we're having. You gonna uh, do it on the beach? I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's it's whenever whenever I sense the opportunity to strike. Sure. Sure. I'm I'm like Ace. right before you go into the podcast booth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you go. All right, baby. This is it. I want you to be yeah. mine. And then you go in 45 minutes. Give me 45 yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> right. but I gotta go get some news stories to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we gotta figure. It. By the way, do you have any of those? Abs- um, I mean, I got like, you know, the the fucking headlines to talk about. I guess. Okay. What do you got? Uh, we'll talk about uh, this Amber Heard 2.0 that's trending. Wait, now. what? Yeah, Amber Heard 2.0. What do you mean? What's that? Well, you've been watching the January 6 hearings, right? They're most no. they're the most important thing on TV right now. No, I have not. Oh, it's no longer trending. They finally, yeah, the algorithm kicked in. It's not trending. What anymore. was it? Um, from what I gather, uh, some ladies up there <clears throat> testifying that Donald Trump like choked out somebody. It's all. Like she, what? she heard from a friend that Donald Trump choked out somebody and then he, and then he was in his limousine at the Capitol during the riots and he, uh, he like grabbed the wheel and like started like turning the car into whatever. I don't know. Some, something along those lines. But bottom line is they really want. Oh my God. Yeah. Bro. Huh. What? Trump. Mm-hmm tried to strangle mm-hmm. a, a driver yeah. who didn't want to take him to the Capitol. Trump yelled, I'm the fucking president, when they wouldn't drive him to the Capitol. Yeah. And then and he, he attacked the guy. I think uh, Shoe on Head made the point that all this does is make him sound awesome. It is awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. Because he was going to go down there and march into the fucking building and take it over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was going to actually do a coup. Yeah. Do you and... believe that? Because that's what people on the on the left actually are saying. Uh, it's, it's one of those giant, humongous, throbbing buddy I wishes. You don't think there was any actual... That if things had gone the way as planned... That plan was never to to, to no. take the United States. No, absolutely fucking not. Like, what do you think he was going to do if he got up to the Capitol area? He would just kind of do a speech. Yeah, I I think he probably would have talked them down. Like that's the thing is like we. You want think Trump, Trump would be, be remembered strong... better? No, not at all. Absolutely no, not. They, right? No. Like there's there's nothing that guy can do to be remembered better by the people that no. don't that will absolutely never not. remember him better. Oh, fuck. I forgot that we actually started this episode in a good mood. So I yeah. forgot to, uh, I was going to hype us up with a little. Oh, man. DMCA copyright takedown. I know. I'm, I'm playing with it. Yeah. Yeah, you're playing with fire here. I am. I was trying to get us hyped up. I had this all ready to go. I, I am hyped up. I, uh, Are you hyped up? Nice. I'm on my third glass of uh, Sauve Blanc and... Didn't you get uh, home 20 minutes ago? No, no. I got home uh, like an hour ago. My girlfriend made uh, kebabs, and uh, I had a I had a couple kebabs and a uh, few glasses of wine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 
Would yeah, you have, uh, there's no chance we could flip the January 6th thing into a real coup? No. Again, really? it's, it's a giant buddy, I wish. Like, Not even under the best circumstance, do you think he could have pulled off a coup? No, like, he, no, he... Do you think he if he tries to, to pull like, off a coup in the next two years when the election of 2024 rolls around and he tries for a coup when he loses, if he loses, do you think he'll succeed? I think he's going to do whatever energizes his base, but doesn't actually get anything done, which is pretty much the pattern. You, and- you think if Trump loses mm-hmm. in another obviously fake way in 2024 to Joe Biden, like someone really bad, mm-hmm. could be Mayor Pete, and Trump goes out and rallies people up, and they don't arrest him for, because people aren't willing to arrest him. Do you think he could pull it off? No, I, I actually think the opposite. I think they have to arrest him and have to, like, you know, not publicly execute him, but, like, you know, clearly, um, you know, clearly game the legal proceedings to absolutely ruining him like they've been wanting to do for a while, like they're trying to do right now. Um, but and I, he's and the I, Teflon Don. He is the it's Teflon Very difficult. Don. It is. And, um, you know, I think like the January 6th hearings were nobody, nobody that has a job was interested in them, in them at all. I don't no. think their ratings were that high. I'm no. pretty sure like, you know, Tucker Carlson's show got higher ratings than the January 6th. Tucker didn't even talk about it. As you know, I watch Fox News daily. Tucker didn't even talk about it this week. Yeah, yeah. I think he devoted like a whole episode to just how stupid and gay it is. I I don't even remember that if that's the case. Yeah, he had like a commercial-free episode about it, if I'm remembering correctly. No, no. What he had a commercial-free episode about was countering it by talking about a different thing. Oh. Because his whole point was, this is the only thing you're going to see on TV today. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I remember this. He specifically did not cover it, and he did the Obama, yeah, I did cocaine in college, but because (laughs) I said it first, then you can't be mad. Tucker did the, because I said I'm not going to cover it, you can't be mad that I don't cover it. Yeah, yeah. Which is wild to me, because they really need to be, I don't know. Actually, to be honest, I don't think anybody believes that thing is real. Yeah. The, what the J six committee? Uh, yeah, the people who already believe it, what it is are not yeah. changing. No, not at all. It's a uh, you know. There's no centrists real... on the matter either. No, they're really the centrist isn't. position is what happened there was very scary. Yeah, that's all they think. Yeah, yeah, it's um, I don't know. It's just not a winning issue right now. I mean, and to the left's credit, I think they are right about the consequences of Roe versus Wade being overturned. I think that will kind of play into their favor come the elections. But um, even then it's like, it's, I think that's one of the last issues really that, that centrists and moderates and undecideds might get swung about. Abortion. Yeah, I think so. Apparently it's not on the top on the list. It isn't, but now that it's in the news constantly and you know, you're having like people marching in the street and, uh, you know, 
everybody's fucking daughter or son in college is talking about it. It might, you know, get bumped up a couple positions in like the, uh, you know, the, the fucking, the position list, I guess. Like the most important thing that you vote about positions. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where people riot for two weeks and then it stops. Yeah, you think it's going to peter out? Ops, yeah. Every, what hasn't? What hasn't? I don't know. I don't know. There has, I, 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 it has to be one thing that hasn't petered out because, I don't know, the Russiagate thing burned for so long. It burned for so long and it went nowhere. Nobody has any uh, energy. Yeah. Media doesn't no, like, have any energy. Like you said, like the, the sides were formed and like solidified and metastasized and nobody's nobody's getting persuaded to the other side either way. Donald Trump could, as he was joking about, actually go into the street and shoot somebody and this pe- everybody who believes that he's the good guy is going to continue to believe he's the good guy. Mm-hmm. Same goes for Mr. Biden. Yeah, that's precisely where we need to be. We need like a cult of personality. I I kind of wish it wasn't that Donald guy has Trump. one. Yeah, but um, you know, if you look at the the other side, like the the liberals, the left, they don't really have that cult of personality. They got like AOC and Pete Buttigieg, and I don't know who 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 are some other like just rock stars of the. That's left. the guy, Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And, and and again, like um, he stinks. I'm I'm, I'm a couple of glasses of wine. He in looks like a like, toy salesman. Yeah, he just creep. Yeah. Is he? He looks. He, really he looks like his cheeks are like they have a uh, a carving at at the points of his cheeks where the nut can crack. He's this really odd looking guy. Doesn't he look polished? Yeah. Yeah, he looks, I don't know, he looks like he might be like a CEO of a pharmaceutical company, like doing a TED Talk. He's playing Ken. He's the new Ken. Yeah, he's the new Ryan Gosling. Yeah, they replaced Ryan Gosling with Pete Buttigieg. I would fucking riot. Ryan Gosling is like a bleach right hero. Which is not true, it, by it the really way. It isn't, but... No, it's a the... total myth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I need you to edit that out. <laughs> I, I'll, yeah, you're probably going to have to. People need something to believe in, uh, <laughs> even if it's the wrong thing. <laughs> that's true. You're right. You're so right about that. <laughs> <laughs> Do uh, a little self-censorship, will you? <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of these. I think we had 17 censor noises on the last one. I can, oh, man, I wish pause was here right now. I find myself saying that often when we're recording. Like, man, I fucking wish Paz was here. Yeah, me too. Paz is on a new schedule, ladies and gentlemen. He's a, a morning boy now. Um, yeah. And we evening folk. Wait, I mean, well, we're, you know how it goes. He's like inching ever ever so gingerly towards career normalcy. Uh-huh. And, yes. Uh, he's going to be running the place in a couple of years. I'm, yes, I'm, and then gonna... we can record from there. Yeah. He'll be he'll be fucking dictating the schedules to people, shouting them out. Mm-hmm. And I notice every you do that with me. You every time, like maybe it's five minutes before we start recording, and I get yeah. a bunch of really expectant messages. Hey, motherfucker, I'm ready yeah. to go, and it's five minutes beforehand, and I'm going. 
Well, you're just going to have to wait. Yeah. You're an impatient yeah, guy. You know, now that I'm in a director position, like, I just hate, um, I find myself, like, my patience just wears thin so quickly. Because, like, my ass is on the line if things don't get done. And then I carry that home. And, like, <laughs> yeah. And then I carry that to the recording studio, to the crack house. And I'm like, guys, like, we have this crack. We need to smoke it right now. If we don't smoke it, then somebody else will. Yeah, in this neighborhood, for sure. Yeah. You're not even wrong. Yeah. You're not even wrong. Um, like, if we don't smoke this crack now, we're not going to get as much in the future. Pass that over. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Well, um, yeah, my lighter died. I'm fucking... Don't you I'm hate that? Gone. I fucking... Yeah. Now that I live not in New York, if my lighter dies... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. You don't have a bodega that you can... No, like, it's like a 20 minute. I got to go 20 minutes to get a lighter. <laughs> you have to drive to get a lighter? God forbid my lighter go out at, at some point at night. Yeah. Yep. That's the suburban life. Wow. It freaking sucks. Well, you got to you gotta take the good with the bad. You're not in New York City anymore. I was looking at getting a pizza oven put in. A what? A pizza oven. Put into my studio apartment. Are you there? Hello? Did you just die on me? A pizza oven? Huh. Hello? Well, I think Bird just died. Unless it's me. Hello? I got a decent... Are you there? Hello? Hey. Ah, yeah, I died. Wow. And then I think I'm still dead. Oh, I'm back. No, you're here. I hear you. Yeah, I was talking this whole time. A pizza oven. What about... Oh, you're getting one? I want to get one installed, yeah. Wow. Wow, that is... That's insane. In my studio apartment. Oh. I didn't know, I didn't know you had a studio. How many yeah. square feet do you know? 11. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, 11 square feet. Oh, ele oh never mind. <laughs> what do you think? I'm at 1,100? No. <laughs> 11. Uh, it's 11 square feet. And I'm thinking about in the one square foot putting a pizza oven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like, uh, do you remember? Oh, man. You might be a little too young. Do you remember the uh, Creepy Crawlers oven? What is that? No, I don't. Maybe. Oh, yeah. There was a toy back in the day that you could, um, they have like this viscous colored goop and you put it in these uh, metal molds and then you stick it in this plastic oven and basically bake it for like however many minutes you'd pull it out and then you'd have like these rubber bugs and fucking, you know, uh, it'll be like a skeleton or an octopus what? or whatever. They were creepy crawlers and they had this commercial that was like, creepy crawlers whoa the uh the fucking the older millennials in the audience will know what i'm talking about crawlers. there's yeah. wormy and wormy and purple yep. and green the wow. little creatures that you've ever yeah, seen man. creepy crawlers build a monster mold with the oh man he's vertical yeah man oh wow yeah man 
that was that was like the height of uh, Christmas back in the day. If you go to Creepy Crawler's oven, like uh, well, I forget what the girl version was, but you should you could basically bake food, and that was marketed towards women. No shit. Yeah, that's you know, it was a real like return moment. Um, I forget what it was. It was like oh, the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah. Yeah. So the, they they sold the Easy Bake Oven on one section of the toy aisle, and then, and then the creepy boys crawlers on the got other. The creepy crawlers, yeah. Yeah, it was a real like. You ever heard of like Mighty Max and Polly Pocket? <laughs> no, I oh, haven't dude. actually. Yeah, Mighty man. Max. Mighty Max. You probably a lot of our listeners are probably going, "Oh man!" And I'm sitting here, I have no idea. Oh yeah, Mighty I'm Max. Lay, I'm gonna lay down the fucking education for you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So you had Mighty Max, which were like these self-contained diorama-type deals, where uh, you had this little kid, Mighty Max, and he had like a a, a white, uh, an oversized white T-shirt, and uh, he'd fight like the bad guy. But it was in like this self-contained little diorama that you could play around with. And then same with Polly Pocket, only Polly Pocket was like these really small fucking self-contained dioramas that you could like. You know, make pretty and fucking add shit to, add furniture to. Basically, interior decorating for for younger, young young girls. This isn't. Even, oh my god, these things both had TV shows. Yeah, man. You were watching the Polly Pocket one. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Looks. Yep. It looks interesting. Uh, what other okay. fucking toy? I was I was just talking about this with uh, my girlfriend because she's a few years younger than me. So she was like, she knows like maybe half of what I'm talking about. And then like the other half, she's like, no, nah, that was before my time. I but never I'm- got a toy. I got one toy probably in my whole life. And it was a remote controlled woolly mammoth. Mm. Yeah, it was fucking dope. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we set that on fire on Labor Day once. Yeah, that. That sounds like something that needs to be fucking burned in effigy. Yeah, I always liked the little robots and things you could control, but I was always too poor to ever afford them. Were you a uh, BattleBots guy? No, I no, I'm not a BattleBots guy. I know some BattleBots kids. Uh, they're pretty fun. Um, I helped build the robot, but I never myself participate. Yeah, I remember in junior high. They had us build. Uh, they had us build robots with like the Lego Technic stuff, like the little motors and stuff that you could put in. Oh man, yeah. And then uh, basically had us do like battle bots with Legos, and uh, I, I I didn't take anything out of that class except that. <laughs> Knowing what I know now, I probably should have paid a little more attention. Right. Yeah. Probably. Oh God! You know, just rolled up on my screen. Did you see this? The new general, the new Russian general. Oh, yeah, that guy's a fucking... That guy is a tank. Dude. Like he What's is going unit. on there? I gotta find out more about the guy. His his name is... Who? Uh, Pavel? Yeah. Pavel? Wait. Is his name just Pavel? General Pavel. It doesn't say, it just says Pavel. Huh. I'm not getting the multiple names. General Pavel. He's known only as General Pavel. 
Good for him. It's been a little bit like Mark Milley. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw that in my timeline a couple times. Guy's and, a giant. Uh, yeah. He's a big boy. They had a fucking special tailor uniform for him. Oh, yeah, dude. He's tremendous. How do you feel if that guy walked up into your country? You wouldn't like that, would you? No, I... Well, I don't know. I might enjoy that. Yeah? A big guy like that? Yeah, he probably has an entourage that's, like, pretty down with him. Really? You think so? Yeah. You think that yeah. guy has a squad? I feel I like think he, he can't... Had, yeah. I think he I feel like he doesn't command that much respect. Really? I don't know. He doesn't look like he does. I think, like, big, fat, overweight people are still kind of respected in Russia because it's, like, one of those old, old school things where, like, if you're big and fat, then you're probably a man of, like, status. Oh, you think they're still old school like that? I think so, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. I know, like, oh. prostitutes in Russia are kind of like a class unto their own. And there's like a mystique about them and like, you know, they're, they're kind of respected, like just hookers in Russia. Like they have like this cultural, this cultural attachment about them. Let's go, Brandon. Yeah. That's That's why like, yeah, that's why like, you know, hearing about Hunter Biden chasing Russian hookers, I kind of get it. Knowing what I know now, I get it. All right. I'm not going to inquire very much, but I am going to take us onto a subject where uh, about another guy who knows a lot about uh, Russian hookers. Mm-hmm. I put a poll up on the 22nd. I did you've not got, see that. You've <laughs> got a party with one. Who do you choose? Oh, I did see that. Poll below. One side, it's Anthony Weiner. Mm-hmm. On the other side, it's Hunter Biden. We got the results of that poll. And Aaron, who'd you pick? Oh, I picked Hunter Biden all day. Hunter Biden. Well, Hunter won 76 to Wiener's 24. Yeah, I just, I know that Huma's going to be there. Like, when I'm. You think Huma Abedin would really, like, turn you off from partying with the Ween? Yeah, I just know that she's going to be sitting there, like, fucking looking bored. Being like, when are we leaving? When are we leaving? She's a buzzkill. You think Huma's the buzzkill? Absolutely. You don't think think Hunter has any buzzkill girls around? No, I think they're all Russian hookers. And I think that's an, I, I mean, that's interesting in and of itself. Do you think you think that Hunter is well respected in Russia amongst the hookers and maybe other people? I mean, maybe not. I don't think the hookers respect anybody. They just know his game. Yeah, they know his game. They, you know, they they, they, they might like use him as a stepping stone to you know the real the real goal, which is to get you know an oligarch to fall in love with you. That's true. That's very yeah. true. Did we um. I, do we get a confirmation on whether or not Hunter Biden is a friend of the show? I think we did. I think he, he's a you friend know, of the show, right? What? Well, let let me before I go any further. What was what was the nature of his pedophilia accusations? Yeah, the, as, like, uh, that's a good you know, question. Yeah, before uh, we go any question. further. I, um, here's the deal from what I understand. Miranda Devine or Miranda Devine, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, is the reporter from the New York Post Mm -hmm. who got her hands on a copy of the, whatever the guy's name is, who wears the beret, all the, oh no, really? You were for a second there, you're good now, I think. Hello? All right, if I, I mean, if I die again, just stick around. Um, 
The chick Miranda Devine is a reporter from the New York Post. She's the one who got her hands on the um, the original copy of the hard drives. Uh, mm-hmm. She's looked through it and looked through it again, and most of the reporting about what we know about what's on the drive comes from her. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see it's either written by Miranda Devine or written about a Miranda Devine article that originally got posted on the New York Post or whatever the case may be. Um, so she's doing the reporting. So if you've accepted the things that you've heard about coming from – quote unquote official sources before then you've accepted Miranda Devine's writing um, without knowing it. Um, The fact is she has specifically said on an episode of uh, Tucker today, the long form discussion thing that he does uh, that she did not find any evidence of um, any of the photographs that were seen about him trotting around a little child in a bikini uh, or the, uh, any of the other ones where he's making close contact She's said these are not yeah. there. Um, so that's the nature of the accusations as far as what the main reporter has yeah. to do. I Hunter, to me, I mean, you look at the diaries and everything. The guy seems not like that is his interest. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think you would, if, if you were to like, you know. He scan, likes college girls. Scan a pet, yeah. But not. Uh, yeah, it's not it's, a c- crime. Yeah, he's just like a, a fucking, you know, like a like a frat bro, but he's you know in his forties or whatever. He, and he writes a lot of poetry. Yeah, he's just. Did like you know a frat. that? Oh yeah, I heard about that. He does like painting too, right? Not only does he do painting, but I'm gonna say somebody in the near out group has attended auctions that Hunter Biden has been at selling his paintings and or looking at other paintings to buy. Really? Wow. Yeah, somebody in the near out group. I can say huh. no more online. Yeah, yeah. But the but, but I know of one other person listening who was there with me the day that I discovered that who's listening right now and going, I remember that and it was very weird. Yeah. I'll tell you about this off air. But yeah, we 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 have a Hunter Biden. we are with my relationship with the guy, we are two degrees of Kevin Bacon away from Hunter Biden. That's that's promising. Yeah. That's very yeah. promising. And I've tried to email um, his uh, – call him his assistant, mm-hmm. his friend, Devin Archer. I've emailed him. And – yeah, long time follow. Yeah, long time followers will remember my email to uh, Devin about Hunter. It wasn't very kind. Yeah. Um. So I've never gotten a response, but I don't even know if it really made its way to Hunter. Uh. But yeah. So I think Hunter is a friend of the show. I think the accusations of pedophilia are unfounded. Um, I feel like if you were to scan a pedophile's hard drive, you wouldn't find like, oh, here's one like child porn. Here's one unit of child porn. It would be like, okay, he's a pedophile. He's that, yeah. He's every time you hear it, you hear it. Here's something child. that I found out though. Actually, uh, when the news reports, you know, they always go, twenty-five terabytes of pornography was discovered on this guy's hard drive. Yep. You hear, you always hear these big numbers. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, in the past, what they've done is they've included the total amount of things stored on the hard drive as the total. It's not actually 24 terabytes. It's yeah. within a 24 terabyte hall of things. There was child pornography found. 
So, I mean, that was just an interesting stat I learned. But, yeah, I don't think Hunter is a uh, pedophile. It doesn't seem – he likes college girls, and he likes blowing cocaine up their buttholes. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, – He's going to be responsible for a disappearance or two, for sure, in his time. Probably. Of a woman, um, if that hasn't happened already. I'd like to see his logs of how many times he's gone to, like, Thailand. Also. Yeah, and, like, you know, he's been accused of rape, like, probably a thousand times and had them silenced or yeah, paid probably, off or whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, as an American, we view Russian hookers as probably, you know, like, we view our hookers. Um, not very well. Not very well. We don't treat our hookers as well as we should in this country, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. I think, nope. uh, you know, they're... Uh, girls deserve a little human res- decency. Well, it's like they're, you know, for the hookers that are, like, professionals and, you know, have a escorts. clean bill of health. Yeah, escorts. Uh-huh. Like, they're, they're courtesans. Like, just call the courtesans. them courtesans. Yeah, that's courtesans. true. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they, they serve a purpose. You know, they're an outlet for our elite to, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe work out a little aggression. <laughs> we really should just kill these elites, right? Oh, I thought you were going to say we really should just kill these hookers. and you know, I, could, <laughs> I, I, I could go either start way. Of their, start of their supply? <laughs> no, but yeah. I mean, like, this is, not a, on my mood, this it's is like, not a threat. But, like, I'm just, society hookers. would be better off if they exterminated as many elite as possible. Well, is that yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, the And I mean, I mean these. Cool. I don't mean the... I mean... The elite, you know, yeah, like, like I mean the, the French the elite Davos crowd. Yeah, I I don't mean like, oh, the guy is the CEO of this company. No, that guy is a fucking genius at what he does. This is fine. Yeah. We there's we got a whole lot of like Hunter Biden's. I hate to say it, we got a whole lot of buy. We have a whole lot of princelings, as they call him. Yeah, running just like, around. You know, incompetent refuse. For, yeah, 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 exactly. Refuse. A lot of like the, a lot of like men of industry spit out a lot of bad seeds. Yeah. We should probably have a whole load of more against them. Yeah, yeah. This is um this is I something don't mean, that I don't mean a sub stock investor. Okay, no, this, I don't mean this is I don't something I talked to like on an episode of like Pete's show. Like we just have we have a stock of elite in our country that just doesn't really deserve to be in the positions they're handlings they're just they're little servants to some like greater honcho yeah i'm just saying that could be us you know it's it's not like they're um you know it's not like they're it's not hereditary you know it's not like their dad brought that like it mostly is hereditary let's be honest yeah maybe if you go a little we have a lot of families i mean i just found out about the pritzker family oh yeah about this no. J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, the big fat guy, huge fat guy. He's huge. J.B. Pritzker is a member of the, the family of the people who run either the Marriott or the Hilton or something. And there's like dozens of them in powerful court positions, in uh, uh, political power positions, as like captains of industry. All yeah. inserted. Yeah, America has a lot of royal families because unlike, you know, most countries. Yeah, but to me that makes uh, sense. Like the Hilton. Knock them off. The Hilton is kind of a, uh, 
like a dynasty, like a family. Yeah, but then the, yeah, but then what I'm saying is JB Pritzker is a piece of refuse yeah. who came off of the original pioneers of that industry. Oh, he's just drafting off of it. Well, he's a the governor of Illinois and you can see how Illinois is doing. He's not a uh a man of the people. No. Um he's not a competent leader. What do you think the role of the people is in our system? In liberal democracy, I should I say. I believe in liberal democracy, it's exactly what a large number of the founding fathers said they believed, which is to literally kill the ones who don't service our needs and also to secede and uh, forcibly uh, detain anybody who uh, uh, is not competent or is against us. This is something I've been kind of exploring, like the uh, the inherent contradictions between liberalism and democracy. Because democracy historically has really not been liberal at all. <laughs> no, certainly not. It, it certainly not. And it's, I mean, it usually descends into anarchy because of the discrepancy between, well, usually the, the, the factions, right? And then also the fact that the people running the show, like the delegates or representatives mm-hmm. who actually have to do stuff, they're just thieves. It's just too easy to... You know, you, you're an average worker, Aaron. Mm-hmm. How many times, I mean, you, nobody knows you're on this podcast. You can be honest. How many times have you just lied about something for, to succeed at work? Oh, all the time. You oh, my to. God. And so you do they. To. And so do they. It's like you tell, you tell somebody what they want to hear, and then you immediately get to work on either making it so or controlling, you know, managing expectations. Right. Like, yes, I did say that this will be done in two weeks. Oh, but, you know, the inspector just told me that there's going to be a delay. Like, that type of shit. Yeah, like or like, hey, did you tell this guy this thing about the project? And you go, yeah, but really you uh, didn't. And nobody ever finds out. It's it's all about, like, temporal progress. Like, progressing a, a project in that space and time that you're interacting with somebody. Yeah. And then, yeah. Ju- yep. And then like, just telling them like literally just telling them what they want to hear so that they'll like go away from you so that you can immediately then work on progressing, whatever, the, whatever the end goal is that, that they expect. It's that how easy. you get to the, how you get to that end goal is, you know, it's not always like squeaky clean. This is not, I'm, I'm not also not convinced about this whole monarchy thing. Um, I know quite a few of the, 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 the fans are, are becoming more and more convinced every day. Yeah. Um, it's a hit or miss for me. Um, well, here's, here's what I've been kind of internalizing in the past week or so is that when you, if you were to, let's say we're talking about our ideal forms of government, right? So in a monarchy, obviously you have you have a hereditary you have a hereditary ruler that is incentivized to pass down you know the best the best state of his kingdom to his progeny like it's it's just a built-in incentive to do that so he's going to ideally he's going to make the best decisions to you know long-term pass down you know the most stable. Um, wealthy, prosperous, whatever, like happy, happy kingdom that he can to his progeny. Right. That's kind of the selling point of monarchy. 
Sure. Okay, well, think about a democracy, which is, I mean, ostensibly the opposite of monarchy. Um, the way a, the way the ideal democracy works is you have a homogenous culture that, um, you know, even if factions were to form, the the spectrum of different beliefs within that culture is so minuscule that you're you're almost really just arguing about things that in 2022 America would look like aesthetics, you know? So when you have a a homogenous culture and you, and only, and only that members of that culture or whatever criteria you have, only those members of, of that fucking democracy are franchised with a vote, then what are you really arguing about? You've engineered a culture. Well, what's the goal? I mean, what's the goal? Just, uh, that's a good question. My, like for me, my goal would be like, what is stable? You want stability? Yeah. A constitutional Republic. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's a a general stability that will eventually collapse into anarchy. A constitutional Republic. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah, An extremely stable, but you're really throwing the dice. If you, I'm talking about historically Mm -hmm. with a monarchy, you're really throwing the fucking dice. Yeah. You yep, are really it's... throwing the dice between competent management and incompetent management. And the only thing that allows a change would be an actual violent conflict. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and those people control the most trained violent people in that type of society. Well, it's, it's kind of like the, if you go back even further to like the Greek city States, you know, when democracy was new, like they didn't, they didn't let just anybody vote. It was like the warrior class voted. Yeah, there was a constitution. The purpose it was, was yeah. The purpose was to have like inst- hey, instead of having our twenty sixth civil war, like let's just have a proxy battle about this argument that about this policy argument that we're having, and then whoever has the numbers, that's who would win that civil war. And you know, we don't actually have any bloodshed. And I really that was kind of the culture matters had. too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Way. Like there are they, people, they there are people who function really well in absolute democracies. Mm-hmm. There's, there's groups of people who function really well where, like, your words or you, or you leave are the two options that you have. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So there's some societies that function very well. If you want stability, I'm going to take a wild guess here. If you want stability in, in at least a a, a – a Christian framework of moral law. I'm, I'm taking a Republic every day of the week. Now in this Republic, says, says one, says one of my, one of my students who comes up to me. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, that's, right. that's right. We're going back to Plato, baby. Yeah. Yeah. We're going no, right back. No in this Republic, dude, people are pissed right now. I've said for years that don't read Plato. I've said for years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I've changed again. <laughs> we're, we're right back to where we started. Well, I've been, well, here's the deal, man. Zero I've talk- progress has been made since Fagcast. <laughs> here's the deal, man. I've, I've been focusing a lot more on the classics because I've been trying to go back to understand Thomas Aquinas. So I've okay. had to go back even further to understand the language of Plato and Aristotle so I'm reading The Republic right now, and I, this is not the first time I've said this. It just happens to coincide 
I'm I'm all right. I'm sold. I'm sold on the little freakish thing that he creates where there's just a warrior class and they aren't allowed to do anything except fight. And then there's merchants and then there's peasants. And that's yeah. that's all there is. And it sounds fucking delightful. <laughs> yeah. um, and then you look at other republics. I mean, you look at real republics and they're very stable. Um, they all eventually collapse, certainly. Um, we are at the end of the collapse of a great republic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it just, you know. Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll get a lot of time. shit for that, too, for for saying that right there. Yeah, we're the, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, it's a great, it's one of the greatest nations ever to exist on the face of the earth. It'll never be forgotten oh, yeah. in history. Yeah, objectively, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, I don't, I, I kind of think America no, right no now No matter is what your criteria for great is, yeah. like, we, we had it at some point for a long time. For a long time. Yeah, much longer than Rhodesia or whatever, like yeah. any of these other mock uh, uh, colonial powers that came up. And then before that, even longer, um, the, the kingdoms last for a pretty long time, and they're kind of sometimes poorly managed and sometimes not. The Dutch Republic is one of the first republics. Did oh, yeah. you know this? One of the I first mean, look republics. At, look at, like, one Brandenburg, of the best. Prussia. They Great went from, republic. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, great. And great then you modern. get really bad republics like Weimar. Yeah. But that's because Germans are bad people. Yeah, they really are inherently just. Yeah, that's be- the, the German continental is a has a mind worm called Hegel. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's why they had boy prostitutes in Berlin. And we all know what happened after that. Uh, yeah. They're feisty folk. Yeah, I, uh, I just recently listened to uh, Thomas Seven Seven's guest appearance on Pete's show. How is he not a, a, a child of Hercules? Uh, One of the I, most legendary men. Do you see his like? Do you see his screenshot in our DMs? It's like the, uh, you know, it's like the ZenCaster uh, audio line, and it's Thomas like with his audio like fifty nine minutes of yeah. just a fl- a solid oh, yeah. Thomas line and like. At like 70 decibels, like if you could measure decibels, they'd be like 70 decibels of Thomas, the entire solid line. And, and then, then Pete goes, just... really? <laughs> 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 this little bl- this little one second blip from Pete. And that's that's my ideal. Pete, Thomas is writing Pete an audiobook for free. <laughs> that's yeah. I. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, it's. Good. And like I, I know I, I like I have no say because I don't fucking I don't I don't do Patreon or anything like that. So like I'm I'm nobody as far as anybody else is concerned. But um e- even this show. But uh like yeah, he needs to condense all that content that he that he put out on Pete's show. Just condense it into like one ten hour fucking audiobook. Now I will say this: I'm sympathetic to the great man. Theory? I'm not. I'm not sympathetic to a monarch. Yeah. But if a guy comes along who just has it and he works to restore the Republic, I'm, I'm into this. What if he's, what if his goal isn't to restore the Republic though? What if his goal is to, uh, uh, you know, do something else? <laughs> it depends what else it is, because if it's a way of restoring the public and other, the Republic in other terms, Fine. Like, Caesar did not do this, but Augustine did. Augustine comes in and he does actually restore the people's constitution, the courts, 
Yep. Like that's a continue, even though it's called an empire, and yeah. he certainly positions his lineage to have a privilege over other groups. It's a republic. Yeah. There's a yeah. concern for the masses. There's you know, um, so like that. Yeah, that and that lasted a solid thousand five hundred years. That was all good. Said well, what, said and done. If you can 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 continue it into the Byzantines, it's a nice two thousand year run for. Uh, a slowly evolving, but a pretty generally similar formatted style of government throughout its whole existence. Yeah. And with its ups and downs, big time ups and big time downs. See, I don't have a, I don't have an ideological preference for this great man. Like I just want it to happen. Well, the great man, the only thing the great man does is restore the rights of the people. At least that's how I understand the the best way to summarize. Oh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Jesus, Thomas Carlyle. Yeah. Um, it's uh, the guy who comes in and restores the rights of the people, those God given or natural rights of the people. Um, which, yeah, you know, there are fascists who believe that that's what, um, you know, the fascist dictator com- comes to do is to yeah. restore the, the rights of the people to, and it, you know, and then they define the rights, of course. Yeah. So it's uh, the great man just means the guy who comes in to restore people's rights. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that man has an orange comb over, baby. It's almost time. Oh, really? You think so, huh? No, of course not. Okay. We're fucked. Yeah, We're at the end. I was going to say, I, I, I that was, man uh, has I an Italian last name and is currently the governor of Florida is the man who actually comes in and sweeps it up. No, I still don't believe that. Yeah. No, I, I think America is a long way off from, um, especially when most of America doesn't believe it needs saving. Yeah. Which is a crazy thing to say, but I'm sorry, guys, outside of our, our in-group, you ask the vast majority of Americans where they think America's at, they're not going to tell you it's right at yeah. the verge of collapse. They'll, they'll tell you, well, we just need to reform, like, these two little things, like, yeah. these two little culture war items, and then, like, and then, and then we're, and then we're all set. Every and then it's smooth sailing. <laughs> every form of government is, it will collapse, especially when you include the introduction of technology. I mean, technology is the X factor that makes yep. things collapse quicker. And that's all that it does. All the technology ever does is make things collapse. That's yeah, it. It doesn't do anything accelerant. else. Yeah. That's yep. all that it does. So there are just forms of government that if a certain technology uh, epoch has been reached, you know, you like you're playing age vampires, you can't be a fucking caveman anymore. It's over. It's done. It forces you along the way. So I don't think necessarily there is a government form yet that's going to provide us with a certain level of stability. And the thing that I'm becoming very afraid of is that it's going to be some sort of technocrat and that perhaps the restoration of uh, our, our liberties will occur for about a 1,000 year period um, at the end of which Elon Musk will reveal himself to be the Antichrist um, and then the things get kicking off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you like? This is something that I'm not very well. I'm not kidding, about. by the way, Aaron. I really believe this. I'm, this is not a bit. I really no, believe I, that. I, I believe that you believe it. And I'm, <laughs> I, I, I want to pursue this a little further down. You know, it, I want to, I, I want to get deeper into the cave with you. Um, what this is, has been the theme of, the, of into the cave is technology is going to win. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, what is the foundation for anti like uh 
you know, for the Antichrist? What is the dogmatic theological foundation for that? I'm just oh, not. Oh, I have no idea. Are you talking about in, in a Christian sense? Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's in Revelation. In like Christian eschatology, I It's guess. in Revelations. He has to yeah. show up. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, like, do you know, like, how that kind of. Not off. without having to read it. There's things yeah. that have to happen. I mean, if you're going by the strictly biblical understanding of the, of the apocalypse. If you're a solace scripture, a fag. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're quaking in your boots at, when they start blowing the horns from heaven. Yeah, um, yeah I, I, that's, that's how that works in that framework. There's, I reserve the right to just use the term antichrist colloquially. Um, yeah. Well, I think the Catholic Church and the Orthodox Church, they don't really talk about revelations too much. They are. Buddy, Catholic Church is all about revelations. There's really? a lot of re Oh, yeah. There's a lot of very sure takes that the Catholic Church has about the end huh. times. Very, See, the very Orthodox solid. Church is like, yeah, this is like, this is a lot of symbolism and allegory and like we're. Oh, you know, I mean, I've I've heard but, uh, former Baptist, current Catholics yeah. talk about their understanding of the end times, mm -hmm. and it's the same. And then you hear the Catholic priests describing it, and it's it's the same in Latin, basically. It's just the same. Yeah, it, there's a lot of end time stuff going on. Well, um, I mean, I know that Catholic and just Protestant eschatology in general is very different. Uh, as far as I understand it, I guess maybe um, Protestant. I should say. Yeah, I don't know. As far as I understand it, I've never had trouble speaking to a Protestant about how bad it's going to be at the end. Yeah, yeah, it's going to suck. You know, uh, what is it like rebuilding the third kingdom in Jerusalem? Like the uh, the eschatology that dictates that we need to kind of speed it along, and that's why they love Israel. Uh yes. Right. Well, a lot of Protestants push against that too. We're getting into the weeds. Oh, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the there's uh, I'm not doom posting. But when the question is brought up what's the best form of government? I guess for what is the first thing I would ask? Libertarianism. And then like for how long? Libertarianism would work um, until the cheaters and liars figured out how to break the system, um, which in as has been age. proven in the past, very quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very quick. And exactly one day. <laughs> right. And there's some systems that are more cheater and liar proof than others. And so there are other things that can take them down quicker, like, uh, democracy, partisanship, once you get tribalism in a democracy, there's no nation anymore. It's the final thing that breaks everything apart. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, that's that's my that's understanding. not a libertarian problem as much because you won't get to that. Yeah. <laughs> Someone will break the system <laughs> first by I don't know dancing around naked and yeah, you know. No, you'll have exactly what we have. The right problem now. with yeah. the monarchy is that you can have a string of incompetent rulers who, despite their incompetence, continue to live just fine, and you suffer and, and yeah. die. And the yeah. only way that you can stop them is by violent revolt. Yeah, at, at least in a, stagnate. Yeah, at least in a constitutional republic affirmed in the language of the Constitution usually and, and in the national idea is that the people are the ones who make the difference. And mm -hmm. so you can do more things like perhaps vote your way out of a bad situation. Not the worst. Not the worst. I'm just being realistic here. This is just what's happened in the past. Yeah. 
There are people who have actually voted out worse people. But in any representative form of government, like disenfranchisement has to be a tool, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can't have like weirdos and freaks like in your electorate. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're going. Yeah, you can't have you can't you. There is a minimum stand. There's a this is not a free for all egalitarian republic. Yeah. No, there are some people who's who's say in how the basically how the company is run is greater than others. Everybody has the same amount of charismatic potential, right? Like you can rise up from nothing and have a say. And then because of the power of the people who you've convinced, you actually have a way of entering the reins of power, at least in a little bit. Um, I don't know. I don't see the world in a Yarvinian way. Not always, at least. Um, So I don't know. I don't really believe in this Republic, but if you were asking me if I had to design a government I thought was going to last the longest and most stably, I would probably design some form of a republic. Yeah. And with a lot of standards. Yeah. A lot of a standards. Lot, a lot of gatekeeping. Yeah, a lot of gatekeeping. And then once the gates you work, trust. We got to have a lot of trust. Oh, yeah. Oh, you can manufacture that with national myths. Uh, and that's, Yeah, that's you can do all this stuff. You. Yeah, there needs to be high trust and there needs to be a, the production of great national myths. Yeah. I'm and telling you, this is... A basis is, for homogeneity. I wrote the book start. on the Republic. I wrote the book. Yep. So, You're the foremost expert. That's me. All right? I know how this stuff works. We're going to restore the Republic <laughs> Trump by the 20. end of this episode. And that begins Trump with Trump. 2024, baby. I, really, I believe that Trump... Is a stepping stone. Is it? Listen to me. Is an avatar of Vishnu. Oh. I believe that Donald Trump, I believe. The destruction before the creation. I believe that Donald Trump is an avatar of Vishnu who has preceded the beginning of the Kali Yuga, but that he is an avatar of Vishnu sent to momentarily restore the world for a period of time before we enter the ending point of the Kali Yuga. How about that? Do you like that theory? Yeah, that's uh wow. I don't I don't believe it, but I I I think it it's is, convincing. It is a theory. Yeah. Yeah, it's convincing. Um Yeah, he Donald Trump is going to come in and what I really believe is he's going to own some libs. Yep. And we're going to have a great time recording. Oh, man. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Even if he runs, I'll be, you know, I was kind of, you know, on a, from a practical standpoint, I kind of hope he doesn't run because, you know, my, my, I want to improve things brain kicks in and I'm like, nah, there's just like DeSantis needs to run. But even then, I don't think DeSantis. Not in 2024. Yeah. 2028. I've said it publicly if if Ron DeSantis uh runs for president in 2024 I will I will help Florida turn blue. Yeah, cuz that's yeah. what they deserve. Yeah. There will be a punishment to all of us if Ron DeSantis makes a move. It will be. That's um, yeah. I think a lot of people agree with me. Um but yeah, I don't no, think he's he, making a move. I really hope he's not making the move. I know. I I really hope so too. I there really hope he's to not. I care way more about Florida than the nation. Mm-hmm. And every Floridian, you really got to make sure he stays here for as long as he possibly can. 
because yep. it's not done. Okay, we gotta get Nikki Freed out and away. She has to be handily yeah. defeated. Yeah, so that destroyed. there are four more years of DeSantis being able to do what he needs to do to keep the the ruckus out and yep. to get and to get me more money in my pocket. Yep, more screw. It's working so far. It's doing really well, which is why it would be insane. Are you the doing people. well? We're doing great. I'm doing amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing amazing. Are you uh, like, you know, meeting your, your milestones that you have set? I do. I am. Yes, I am. That's good. Yeah. I figured I, you would. Yeah. I, and it's all thanks to Ron. Yeah, it really it's is. It's all thanks to Ron. I'm a Ron lover. I really do love Ron DeSantis as a, as a leader. I think he's a competent politician. I think he got really lucky the first time. I think he, this time he's going to earn it. And he's squeaky clean. For now, we don't know yeah. what he what else he does, but he appears to be squeaky clean. And guess what? Even if he wasn't, well, he's squeaky him. clean in that like he's not going to get me tooed. He's he's just a smart dude. He's like, and yet the president got me tooed and me three and me fourd. Yeah, and he was well, invincible. I think it's over. Yeah, that weapon has been exhausted. Yeah, what a shame like, that is. There's um, you know, we go through these periods of like, um. I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, these deviant, these, these periods of acceptance and Furries. promotion oh. of deviancy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had or or maybe they just never stopped and they just kind of get stronger and weaker, but they're always there. But, um, you know, I, I really think we're kind of at the wane of, um, you know, the waning point of, uh, you know, this, this latest period of, uh, you know, celebrating deviancy and yep. our, my, my Clarence Thomas has been just fucking riding, riding that wave. Uh-huh. Now that was, that was an A that wasn't a hard R. It's, I still believe it counts. Oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to make a note of that. Yeah. Yeah, I truly believe that uh, Clarence Thomas is like the DeSantis of the Supreme Court. Uh, you know, it was a good, it was good placement of justices. Yeah. Yep. It was very convenient placement of justices. Thank you, Catholic justices. Mm-hmm. We, uh, we run the Supreme Court. I didn't know we were the... Uh, you know who's of the the law. <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. Yep. Good old good old papists. We're doing a great thing for the country. <laughs> they really have fulfilled the conspiracy that you know people in the fucking early eighteen hundreds had <laughs> of Catholics. <laughs> so true. Yeah, it's been um that was a long-fought victory, from what I understand. I watched a documentary all about the history of it. Long-fought victory that was 50 years or something like that, working towards getting rid of Roe v. Wade. Um, it, yeah. And it was a long victory, and, it, and I don't, I have to be honest, I don't, I don't think that it has anything to do with anything else going on, because it was such a long time ago that this project began. Um, yeah. And they were finally able to pull the trigger on it. And it's convenient timing. Yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, how much, how much resources and planning 
and kind of like subterfuge cloak and dagger shit went into what happened a few days ago huh. that, you know, and obviously I am extremely pro-life. Um, it's, and honestly, it's not something I've, I've really thought about that much as, as a dude, but you know, I was thinking about it today, like how, how much of my just debased, irresponsible actions that I took, you know, even like, you know, three years ago, like how, like, did I have in the back of my mind the entire time that like, there's always an out that there's always like this, you know, that I'm not really going to suffer any consequences because at the end of the day, there's always like that option. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I thought about that, but I'm wondering if that's, that's a thing that isn't like maybe even subconsciously in the back of young men's minds and young women as well. Like, Oh, I always have this out. And in, granted, in Massachusetts, we'll still always have that out. But uh, I just think it's, dude. I'm hate to break your bubble here. I think it's just legal because Nancy Pelosi needs to get facelifts somehow. Yeah, there's there's definitely that component. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think the support for the thing is largely manufactured by the media and fake polling. Yeah. Um, and that really, I mean, it's a, a lot of it is done so by people like Nancy Pelosi because they need boob jobs. Yep. With fresh baby adrenochrome. I, yeah. You know. And that's, and that's is that precisely. A, is that a out there take or am I really on the money with? No, I, th- I think, I think that take rounds it all the way back to what we were talking about before, where like, it's not going to impact, you know, 2024 that much. Nah, I don't think it's, so. It's not really something that I thought about as, as, and maybe I'm just a fucking a middle-class dude that never really had to think about it, but uh, it's not, I don't think it's something that people think about that often unless you've been told to think about it. Right. Well. There's another topic I wanted to hit up with you. <laughs> um, uh, I, oh, yeah. Like, you know, we, we have these episodes, whether it's just me and you or me, you and Carr. Or whatever. Um, the question always gets brought up, like, what do you think? What do you think happens now? Like, what do you see happening in the next six months, a year, five years? Like, where do you see us? Where do you see us as a podcast in the next, in, like, in the near term, the midterm, and the long term? What do you like? Done a job interview? I, uh, yeah, we're gonna be here forever, as far as I can tell. <laughs> Yeah. We're, uh, we're never going to stop doing this thing. Um, I'll give you the – in one month, we're going to start seeing some real unrest in the streets. It will clear mm-hmm. up by the end of that period probably. Yeah. Um, maybe there will be a killing or a death because of it. Um, I don't know. Six months, we're going to be moving through uh, a just-completed uh, November slaughter to remember – um, the Republicans is, are projected to flip and win 40 seats in the House. Wow. Um, it is going I to be a slamtober fest. Uh, it's going to be absolutely ridiculous. From from what they're polling, now this can all change, of course. Um, I think the Roe v. Wade thing may have started things a bit. Um, but that, that, that poll came out like maybe... From what I remember, I heard it on the radio like two days before the road decision came out. So, you know, the road decision was was done. 
at a particular time. Uh, a lot of people think that it was done um, by people on the left. Um, I have said from the beginning, I think it was done by people on the right to force mm-hmm. the decision uh, to yeah. the public so that it could peter out by November. Yeah. Um, that's been what I've said. I'm, I'm calling that. I believe that this uh, thing is going to peter out. And if I'm wrong, who boy, this is going to be a great podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. going to get wild. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a win-win either way. We're going to see some heat for the next few weeks. I, I think they'll – maybe they'll even be a terror attack. There have been a lot of church burnings. Don't let uh, – I know you haven't seen a lot yeah. of that on the news, of course, but there have been a lot of attacks on churches and pro-life centers and uh, crisis Oh, yeah. Pregnancy like when it was leaked, like I that. saw, you know, uh, of course, it was like – I think it was an episode of Tucker. It was talking about all the pro-life centers that are getting – you know, yeah. fucking, uh, you know, graffiti and paint splashed. It's on happening. It. It's all yeah. going on. So there is already a, a small scale conflict going on on the ground, which will probably heat up. Uh, I don't I don't I'm not in on the pro. What is it? Pro choice scene um, yeah. to be able to know who the leaders are, who calls the shot You're not on that subreddit. Uh, I don't go that. Yeah, I don't go on child free frequently. Um <laughs> But yeah, whoever I don't know who's calling the shot. So I, what I'm saying is I don't know what's coming down the pipeline. If there's going to be a big protest at some point, the thing is, this all happened um, under Democrat control, right? So they, they, if they protest at the Capitol, they're not going to storm it. And if they do, it's even dumber than you'd imagine. Um, yeah. The only, I mean, the only big thing is what everybody thinks could happen, which is a revenge assassination of a justice. Um. Which is an insane. I mean, if that happens, you know, we we just saw a piece of American history that few ever see. Um, so that's a possibility, but it's not a great one. Yeah, no, that would uh, that would certainly accelerate things. Yeah, um, for sure. Again, I agree with you. It's it's in the realm of possibility. I'll tell you what. This is what's going to happen. And then the so so six months down the line, you ask me. Now here's um, a year down the line. This is before Trump runs again. I mean, he's, he, I think he announced officially he's running or he will be soon, but he's running again. But like we're talking, I'm talking 2023 after these things have wrapped up, it goes one of two ways. Either the Republicans really clamp down um, and they win a lot of seats. I mean, if they, and then of course there's the middle path of nothing happening, yeah. but if they really do win as many seats as they're saying, they will have a healthy lead. Absolutely. No Biden policies are getting through at all. So the Democrats would just have to start playing the game of making the Republicans look bad by not passing things the American people need, um, which is the old strategy. Uh, And then the other possibility, if the Republicans take control, is they start to roll back on a lot of Biden stuff. If they get a supermajority, they'll be unstoppable uh, in in the House, at least. And and again, the House is at at this point used for the most part as a thing for the news to talk about doesn't actually do a lot these days um, unless it's something the Senate agrees with, which is rare. Um, But what they do do is they control the news cycle and there's some of people's most recognizable representatives are right there in the house um, and not in the Senate. So, you know, if Republicans win, they got two options. And then the other thing is if Democrats win and which is very unlikely that Democrats will come out on top in both the Senate and the House and still have Biden. If that is the case, uh, they will attempt to pack the court. Um, yep. They might succeed. If they do succeed, 
uh, absolutely nobody will have any trust in the Senate ever again um, because everybody will simply think it serves their purposes, which it will in perpetuity. Um, At that point, you might even see resignations from the court because they might just give up on it. Uh, You might see a real collapse of a system there. Uh, It really is all on the line, at least if the Democrats win again. It really is yeah. all on the line. The the consequences have only getting have only been getting more and more, um, I guess, uh, substantial. Yeah, there needs <laughs> to be one side who definitively wins. Yep. And and I mean sweeps like the way Reagan did. Reagan kind of set the clock back a little bit. So uh, that's so you're you're getting into talking about like actual structural changes. Uh, well, if they if they get a supermajority. Uh, they can make whatever changes they want. If they ha- if the Democrats have another two years, uh, Biden will push through every executive order he possibly can, mm-hmm. um, and and, and th- he will make the system um, unchangeable yeah. uh, by detriment if he has to, as he has been doing. And people keep going, "What is Biden doing? Fumbling around? No, he's destroying the country intentionally. Yeah, he's he's funneling money to his people." and causes uh, because he doesn't care about you. So it's not about he doesn't know what he's doing because he'd rather be doing things for you. He's intentionally destroying the country in order to serve, just as he always has, his friends. The guy's a mobster. Wake up. If you're making the argument he's bumbling around like an idiot, you got to wake up. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to to your critic's point, it's not Biden. It's, you know... His his cabinet his well we his, his fucking we, we joke his around a lot about Biden being an incompetent. Um, he seems to have moments of incompetency, but he makes his way through speeches all the time. Yeah, um, he's yep. not actually as incompetent as we lead people to believe. Um, yeah, and when he's sitting at the Oval Office and the cameras aren't on him, I'm sure he's a uh, a very effective. Um, politician. And also, I'm not. I'm saying he's not completely a Manchurian candidate. Um, but he does serve a lot of interest groups. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just crazy because he was kind of presented as this guy that wasn't going to do anything crazy that just wanted to like, you know, we just had to get Trump out of there so that we could return to normalcy. Yeah. And then, you know, he comes in as this, you know, what, what was it like 22 executive orders on his first day or something? And like, just, completely fundamentally you know wielding his executive power exactly as you know uh trump would huh yeah it's just i think i just yeah yeah i mean let's let's be very frank i like what trump does more oh yeah i mean it it. serves that's the only difference it definitely serves but if if you take an objective view of it um he's just you know, he, on, honestly, he's he's it, it really is like Obama's third term. It's very similar, yeah. Um, but morale is down, and oh, that morale makes is, a huge yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, it makes a huge difference. But it is, it is the same thing. Yeah, Trump was a step uh, back away from the Obama thing, but yeah, we're back in the Obama thing, and the Obama thing is going to continue for another, I guess, yeah, two years. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's it's Obama's third term without the, um, you know, without the persuasion, w- without any pretense of um, competence, really, because Obama exuded 
like this eloquent competence, like statesman, you know, like a true statesman like competence, you know, what, whether or not he really had it. I, I, I personally think he wielded his power extremely effectively. Yeah, well, it was very effective. I don't think very many people can deny that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, he well, the thing with Obama that Biden does not possess, and I'm not sure why. Um, probably because I don't know. I think Trump really commanded more respect in the intelligence community than it was made out to be. Oh Um, yeah. I do. Yeah. Because I mean, you're looking at it in, I think Trump had a better handle on the positive sides of the intelligence community Mm -hmm. than Biden seems to. And I certainly believe whatever you think about that last statement, it's just a a wager. The real statement is Obama way more effectively controlled the intelligence community than Biden does. Um, And there's probably some need to maintain the noble lie thing to keep people in line, which which Obama did very effectively. He really had everybody under this belief that maybe we were Americans again. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then the veil started to uh, collapse, and it was mostly his fault, and a lot of the fault of the police, yep. um, basically. Uh, and the woke mob collapsed all yeah. that. So, so, and we'll go back. Republics, not immune to collapsing. Hello, we're no. here. <laughs> we're in it. You're in it. You're at yep. the end times. Yeah, you this do not is the live logic- through the golden age. I'm sorry to fucking break it to you. This is the logical conclusion of a a, a liberal democratic republic. We are go- not going to the moon again. Probably not. We didn't go to the first time, but we're not going again. Certainly. Yeah, there's where like this this system won't last until the next great turning. We need a Kali Yuga. We need a we need a <laughs> we need an avatar of Vishnu to come down and and. Restore our rights to liberty. Yeah, and we need... We need That's to not a Nazi it. reference for all of you listeners who are clued in on the whole Sabichu no, um, thing. It's not a Nazi reference. No, it's... Uh, it what's his face? Uh, Spinoza? Maybe. It's uh, some fucking... Some fucking Hispanic dude. I forget his name. Well... Well... <laughs> anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think we're going to, I think, uh, I predicted this for two years in a row and I think we've been right every time. It's only going to get more fun. Yeah. Nope. That is, that is, that is definitely a solid. We're at, a lull. we're at a lull right now because the Biden thing, it's fun, but it's not, it's not Trump. Trump, Trump handed to us on a silver platter. The funny, we got to find, <laughs> we got to find the funny in Biden, but I'm convinced there's more funny in the Hills than there was even during the, the Trump era. Yep. Um, and then whoever's coming next, man, we're going to be in a mountain of funny. Yep. It's all, it, things can, as a great man once said, things can only get better. That's true. <laughs> That's car camp. I believe. Yeah. Car camp. It. Car camp. Go right now. Monterey. Fun. Yeah. Or uh, he, Chihuahua. I don't know. He's, he's fucking, He's in Mexico right now, just trying to channel his inner Otto von Bismarck. Smoothing things over. Mm-hmm. Calming everybody down. Take yeah, it easy. That's, and honestly, there's no better man to do that. When you need an entire populace calmed down, Car Camp, it's your guy. 
that's your guy. Even if uh, he is responsible for, you know, disturbing whatever order. Yeah, whatever it was. Have. Whatever he did. It's just that guy. You can get I out. I hope he him. comes back next week. I really do. I, I don't mean, know. look at him. Look at his yeah. face. He's an innocent guy. Yeah. Whatever he did, Mexican government, I don't believe he yeah. did it. You got the wrong guy. Yep. You got the wrong tall Caucasian German Jew. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, on that note, righteous. Um, uh, I talked. Hey, I talked to El Popo. Did you? What did I he did. have to say? We did enter the cave. Patreon listeners, oh. it's already out. Go oh. check it out. I talked hey, to uh, El when Popo. When you're releasing my episode, what are you releasing, Boys Town? After you edit it, I looked at that and I was like, "There's no way I'm going to edit this." Is it? I don't even remember. Is it? Oh, long? oh. Well, hold on. We'll get back. To, hold on. We'll get back to that. All right. Go check out the episode on Patreon with me and El Popo. El Popo tells me about the time he was sent to kid jail when oh. he was a child. Uh, it's f- traumatic. It's not a funny episode at all, but it's fascinating. Um, Jesus. Yeah, so go and check that out. Now, Aaron, to your point, when you get that episode edited, we'll put it out. Now, third <sighs> point, we've got some requests. If anybody wanted to be the editor, we got a couple of messages of people mm. who uh, – had inquired about wanting to edit for the podcast, potentially yeah. make a make a little bit of the old loot in the, slide uh, into process. any of our DMs. Well, we'll the, actually, I'm sorry to tell you this at this point. Applications are closed. Mm. We found candidates. We've had three candidates who got yeah. in ahead of the curve. They showed the interest. Man, people are gonna be messaging anyway, aren't they? Um, oh yeah, yeah, they are. Well, we got three candidates, and um, I'll tell you what, I think all three candidates are frequent listeners, so you're probably hearing this, but I hope they're not. We so are going to just, fuck with them really yeah. hard. If they you, want you this job, they're going to struggle. Though, right? Applications are closed. Applications so if you DM me asking about it, I'm going to call you and block you. One minute 25. Hour, not minute. Yeah, well, I want an hour 25 minutes. Uh, I, know. I just want to make sure you get that. <laughs> I got it. I get, actually, Zencaster does it automatically. I just got to add the footnote. Oh, do they have like a... Uh... They have an alarm, yeah. Wow, that's that's kind of concerning. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's good though. It works. Have you ever listened to uh, the Z-Blog Power Hour? <laughs> no, I haven't. All right. That's, uh, that's something that Pete turned me on to. Okay. It's like a di- dissident right podcast. Oh, he's, great. Uh, he's, uh, he's not, it's like a 50 year old dude. He's very well spoken. Um, and I, I actually, he's now we're going to in- talk about ritual sacrifice. For Jews. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, he's, uh, actually, I'll, I'll refrain from giving away any surprises. Wow. But, um, he's yeah, a vampire. Listen to the next, oh, listen no. to the next Pete Quinones show. You'll okay. That, he's getting too many free plugs on the show, all right? Yeah, I know. He's got to well, come on here where we got to stop giving him a free plug every episode. Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah, I We haven't done anything with him in a while, I don't think. He's going to have to – I have, but uh, over the line. No, Into the yeah. Cave. Into the Cave, uh, available exclusively on The Cave, which is our Patreon page for Timeline Earth. This is what I'm now calling it, The Cave, because mm-hmm. that's where all the stuff is. All right, let's not uh, enough with the plugging other people's shows who don't 
who don't oh. come on every episode. <laughs> no, we, we do have to mention something. Uh, rest oh, in boy. peace, Slurp Gang. <laughs> rest in peace, Slurp Gang. I, I don't, yep. you know, whatever went on there went on. I hope you, I hope there's, I don't know. <laughs> That's, <how laughs> That's all we got to say about that. Rest I in hope peace, I don't Slurp know. I, I love all of you. I wish you, I, I wish you all a very merry. I'm happy to have been there. on the last episode of Cotton's show, and on the last episode of Slurp Gang. Yep. Um, I'm happy to. Uh, I'll hopefully be on the last episode of this show, unless there's an episode of you guys going. What happened? Oh, he died, everyone. So. <laughs> oh man, we're so enough. good. If I so die, you have podcast. to. You can't. Yeah, if I die, you have to do a, a goodbye episode. And then no, we're yeah, we're just gonna have out. Mel fill in for you and continue on like nothing. Dude, wrong. I would that would be even better. <laughs> that would be even better. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, go check that out, Aaron. Uh, Zettel, you got? Did you do anything? I think any, so. Yeah. Go on any shows recently? No, I re- I haven't really done shit. Uh, wow, you were doing a whole lot. I was, and then you were I doing wasn't. A whole lot. That's true. Now, That's now true. I'm making a whole lot of fucking scrill. Oh, there you go. That's great. All right. Well, uh, in that case, uh, let me know how many man, uh, man hands stay on the wheel. Uh, and that's it. Yep, ten and two on the on the wheel. Wow, 